Hey everybody, this is Nick Mayhew, three-time gold medalist and three-time world record holder, and you're listening to Power 98.5. We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. Hey, what's up everyone? It's EJ Snyder here, six-time Naked Afraid legend, the godfather of Naked Afraid, the legend of legends. And I have survived all over this planet in some of the harshest places on earth, and it's all about my mindset my drive, my skills. I'm the number one ranked survivalist in the world. But you're not going to want to miss this. I'm about to do a live interview with acclaimed radio host Steve Kauko on 98.5, and you're not going to want to miss this. You tune in. Don't you miss it. Don't make me come looking for you. You're listening to Power hey, 98.5, powered by United Angels Dream, your number one resource for public relations, entertainment, and multimedia. Contact them today at unitedangelsdream.com. Hi, this is Dan Aykroyd. He's progressive. He's beautiful. He's thoughtful. He's intelligent. He's powerful. He's positive. He is Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Hi guys, I'm Sam Fricker. I'm an Australian Olympic diver, and you're listening to Power 98.5. Empowering listeners from the US to the UK, live on air with Stephen Cuoco. I'm EJ Snyder, extreme survivalist, instructor, adventurer, 25-year Army combat vet. We've been on several Naked Afraid challenges. I was one of the very first ones to go out there and do this, and I got hooked. Along the way, I was blessed with some amazing partners that I've had to lean on sometimes. And everything I've learned from my partners, it's all going to come into play. And we're putting it all on the table here. EJ's solo survival rating, or SSR, was established based on how he performed on his past challenges using three criteria, self-reliance, mental toughness, and skills. On his 21-day challenge in Tanzania, EJ and his partner struggled to make fire for three days. Then, an infected foot wound almost took him out. But EJ's fierce determination helped him survive to extraction. We made it! We survived 21 days! On his second 21-day challenge in the Peruvian Amazon, EJ's hunting skills... Yeah! That's dinner! ...and ingenuity... We need a safe vessel. This is a Cayman Anaconda Festive Tributary. Sturdy though, look at that. Got him and his partner to the finish line. Go, go! Right here, go, go! He then took on a 40-day XL challenge in the Colombian savannah. His resourcefulness. I'm gonna try and get some water out of that guy. Not bad. And perseverance. Almost there. Got him to the end once again. Having completed all of his grueling naked and afraid challenges, EJ begins this one with a solo survival rating of 9.1. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You are listening to Live on Air with Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Wow. <laughs> you got, I'm telling you, every time I have somebody from Naked and Afraid, we had Matt, now we've got EJ. The comments, the support has been rolling in big time. We've even got a couple questions for EJ. You know, we don't even need to explain it any further. It says enough for itself. He is a six-time Naked and Afraid legend, all right? He's also a highly decorated Army combat veteran with 25, 25 years, all right, of military service under his belt, serving Ranger positions, infantry, and airborne units. He recently posted, and I would like to get to this post because it's something that I guarantee is near and dear to his heart. Uh, it was just posted four hours ago on Facebook, and I believe he also did post this on his Instagram. Uh, Charlie Frattini, he needs your help. Uh, EJ wrote, hey, folks, many of you have been asking about Charlie. Um, his Instagram is at uh, C-H-A-S Frattini, F-R-A-T-T-I-N-I. He has been fighting hard and working on his health. He has had a minor setback and is in need of your prayers. And if you can, you know, do anything with any donations at the GoFundMe, and EJ did offer and has posted the link in the post, um, page link below and comments, thank you. Together we can help him recover and get back at it. 
we can find out more from EJ as to what's happening with Charlie and then also future and upcoming projects. Uh, I know that uh, it was recently posted on EJ's YouTube channel. Uh, he has an official trailer for his newest film, Ultimate Bug In and Home Defense. EJ, welcome to Live On Air with Stephen Cuoco, Power 98.5. Hey, Stephen, how are you? I'm Thank you for fine. having me. Yeah, I knew you would be because, you know, we Jersey guys. So that's how we roll. <laughs> and uh, I want to apologize for butchering your last name in my video shout out for our uh, session today. So I'll make sure I do 100 push-ups once uh, we hang up here. <laughs> well, or we can set you up with uh, Chef uh, Chef Andre, who does uh, 2,000. Oh, my God. No, he, yeah, he is a beast. And, uh, he is a... Definitely a credit to us older guys in terms of where that old Marine sits at. Boy, he's he is in shape. Ooh, 2,000 push-ups. Maybe I did that in my uh, first year in the Army, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to start out um, in support of Charlie. Is there anything you would like to share bringing us up to date of what's happening and why this is so important from yeah. the, the post? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, first off, you know, our Naked and Afraid tribe is a family. And whether we do squabble like brothers and sisters at times, but when times of trouble come, uh, we want to just, you know, support each other. Uh, first off, I want to just say rest in peace, Mel. Mel Rousher was uh, a Naked and Afraid survivalist. She's recently uh, passed away. So I want to send out prayers to her for up in heaven now, her family, and Jeremy McCaw, who was her partner on the 23-day Louisiana challenge, and he's having a tough time on it. So prayers out to them, folks. Give prayers up to Mel and her family. Uh, we're, we we really are uh, shocked by her loss. And now we have Charlie. Uh, Charlie suffered a stroke, uh, a mini stroke, uh, some months ago, and he was really struggling. He was on his way back in recovery at home. He was doing well with his wife, but. Charlie doesn't have any money coming in, and the, the bills, the medical bills, were just mounting uh, unsurmountably for them. So we started to go fund me. Uh, I'm not in charge of it or anything. I just am supporting Charlie as my friend and brother and uh, getting it, support out there for him and his family. Well, Charlie had a setback, and he's back in the hospital now. May have had another second mild stroke, and um, he's just uh, he's in there. They're checking him out for his heart. He has some, you know, other things going on. I won't speak to, but um, they're just checking it out to see if he did have this stroke or not. So I don't. I want to make sure that's clear. I, we don't know exactly what's going on with him. He's just back in the hospital, and uh, and I had just got done talking to his good, our good friend Danny Bo uh, about Charlie the other day, and she sent me a picture, and I saw the sparkle in his eye, and I was like, oh, awesome! That was on Wednesday, and then I just got the news uh, this morning. And, uh, you know, I went right to town and, and posted about it for Charlie. So, folks, the GoFundMe page is on my Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And in both story feeds, if you if you can't find the link, it's there. And you can just go to GoFundMe and just put on GoFundMe Charlie Frattini and uh, help them out. They're only about – they're not even halfway to the total goal they have set. And uh, I know with all of us, just a few dollars, skip a few Starbucks coffees this week and you, you can put in 20 bucks easy. So uh, we would appreciate the help for Charlie. And, uh, you know, we're just trying to take care of one of our own uh, and get him, you know, up and back at life. You know, this guy is a he, everyone knows him on the show. He's a man's man. He's a Italian guy from New York City. He's a construction worker. He's a former Marine. And um, Charlie doesn't, you know, he's he's a, an action man. So sitting back is tough for him. And, uh, you know, just the prayers going up would be huge. And any donations that people can help with, that'd be great. I, I'd love to uh, – it'd be great by the end of the weekend we could at least hit the halfway mark. That would, that would go a long way. Yeah, he's got, as far as I'm aware from your post, EJ, 431 donors so far. Yes, sir. I think I believe so. Wow. Yep, that's where we're at. Yep. Wow. And uh, but he can hopefully they can they don't need to wait. They can start taking that money out right now and use it. Right. Oh, I believe they've been been using it and they they've been needing to use it. His wife's continuing to work, but it's been a strain because Charlie needs um, full time care to help with his recovery. And they would like to hire an RN to come be with him at the home. And now he's had this setback where he's back in the hospital. So 
that means hospital bills are going to start mounting again. Uh, so we're, we're trying to get in touch with the VA to see if there's anything there. Uh, but, you know, if anybody has any links out there or any ways of, of helping us with the VA, that'd be great. You can just direct message me on Instagram or any of my social medias uh, and uh, or reach out to my website, ejsnyder.com, with a contact form uh, if you're uh, willing to help. Yeah, and he's young too, EJ. He's not yeah, old. Yeah, he's, he's only a, a year or two older than I, which isn't old at all. You know, I'm, I'm 56. Uh, Charlie is one of the oldest guys to take on this challenge and succeed at, at the 21-day challenge. And uh, he went out there and did uh, he did the XL challenge uh, in uh, XL5, but he had a, a, a medical issue and they pulled him. Uh, and I think he was well into like his 30th, somewhere between 30 or 33 days out there in, in the Philippines. So, And you can head on over to EJ's Instagram as well. Uh, it's posted there. It's easy. And I believe in, I'm sorry, Steve, and I believe in my link tree on my Instagram page. I think Charlie's uh, um, GoFundMe is still up there in my bio in my link tree. I'm going to check now. Head on over to EJ's Instagram as well. He's also on uh, Facebook, but it's EJ Snyder, S N Y D E R 333. EJ Snyder 333. Yeah, the link's here. It's working. Uh, yeah, this is good. This is real good. Let me just double check here. Um, and it's the link that's on your Instagram you're talking about, right, EJ? Yes, sir. Yeah, it should be in my bio on my my link tree. It is there. And, uh, yeah, check that out. I see the information here. But Because we started the first GoFundMe, I think it was back in April. I think it's the first time. It's probably in my Instagram feed where the first time I posted about Charlie. Uh, and then, you know, I, then I've been recently having a lot of people asking and any updates and I hadn't had any, mm -hmm. and then I was just blessed on Wednesday to get an update. And I thought things were really up there. And then I got to turn, you know, I got the, the, the sad message this morning, um, about it. Well, any way that we can support and help, please do so. Um, EJ, if, uh, you know, I, I obviously Charlie is not, um, uh, I, I don't believe that he would be available to, to come on, but if his wife or anybody in his family would like to come on any way that I can support getting them on live and uh, to help Charlie out as, as well, let's go ahead and do it. And I'm just putting ideas out there. Thank you so much, Stephen. You're welcome. Naked and Afraid, six-time legend. I mean, we we saw this latest season, and it – it looks like it was a bit emotional as though you put your all into it and we don't know if you're coming back. We don't even know if there's going to be any more XLs. Uh, is there anything that you can share on what is going to be happening with EJ Snyder and Discovery Channel's Naked and Afraid? Well, Stephen, one thing I'm the most proud of is that I filmed the pilot episode for Naked and Afraid. And in doing so, I went in and consulted and advised and because me and Kelly got it right and the whole crew out there with Steve Rankin and, and, and all the rest of the crew, we have a hit series. We're on season 14 now of regular 21-day series. We have eight XL seasons, and we have a whole lot of little spinoffs from Shark Week to the Frozen series to fan challenges. And it's been huge. It's, it's had a lot of people get out there on a once-a-lifetime experience. We've employed uh, – many production crew who I consider family now for a long time. And uh, it's going to keep going. It's, it's something addicting that people, if you haven't watched it, you got to get on it. And when you see the episode and people are like, well, why naked? I can't get past the naked part. I'm like, look, we're blurred. <laughs> uh, this is the way man and women came into the world, but clothing is your first physical layer of shelter. You take it away. Now you're seriously exposed extra challenging. Mm -hmm. It's also an emotional uh, layer of shelter psychologically. So you strip that away. Now a person's bearing themselves to the world in more ways than one. And so uh, I believe we're going to be going for quite some time. The XL uh, series was in a bit of a challenge with discovery. They, they weren't sure they wanted to do any more after XL six, then discovery ramped it up. And said, and Renegade said, "Hey, let's do this." Renegade 83 is the production company. Said, "Hey, let's do this." 
we're going to do the best of the best. We're going to put some people out there for 60 days in the swamps. So they had the legend series, which I was a part of. And we went out there and uh, out of the 12 people that went out, you know, there were seven of us that got to the end. And then uh, this season, if folks have seen it, uh, they had some issues in the beginning. Uh, they lost six of the cast within the first eight days. Uh, the others were out there doing their best and they were hanging in there, but they decided to send a few of us in there to see if we could just help. Uh, it was kind of a mentor season, as they called it, where they had four legends or soon-to-be legends go in that were trying. Two of them were trying for a redemption at 60 days because they were on the Legends Challenge with me, Gary Golding and Amber Hargrove, and both of them were medically tapped. They had Steven, who was brought in last minute, to attempt a second 60 days, and then they had um, Kayla Cummings, who was trying to go for her first 60 days, and they gave them all two people that completed 21 day challenges and see if they could make it to 40. And then at the end of 40, they could have an option to just either extract or decide whether they wanted to stick around for 60. And so that's how that thing went. So it's been a, an amazing journey. It isn't all I've done on TV. I've done a lot of, a lot more things, but it is the one thing in life because it's such a real challenge that is ultimately in 206 days, uh, changed me in a way that I'm so grateful for in terms of how I approach nature, in terms of my uh, evolution as a survivalist and to become the number one survivalist on the planet um, as a man and all the deep things I've learned about myself out there. And the biggest thing I didn't see coming, burying my naked butt, going out <laughs> into the wild, was the amount of people across the globe that I would influence that I would motivate, that I would show how to lead, show how to get through tough days, show what mental toughness is and how to put a certain mindset to things, how to be compassionate, how to show your heart, how to be hard as nails, but also have a marshmallow deep inside your chest that's beating uh, to be compassionate for my fellow man and how to adapt, not just in survival situations, to an ever-changing um, dynamic in a social uh, ability with people and how to communicate properly, how to be a, a good mentor and lead by example through things. And it has affected people from the, from as young as three years old to as old as 90 from all walks of life, from all different creeds, backgrounds, and religions and, uh, uh and men and women. And, uh, it, it's just, that has been so humbling for me to find in all my life. You always ask, what is your calling on this planet? And to have it, presented to you in a vision and to be have it come into realization and then to be fully living it and understanding that you are living it, it is a pretty remark and remarkable thing by God and I'm humbled by the spirits for it. You obviously it's very well known military veteran 25 years. Sarah from Texas wants to know I want to get a question in right now. Uh, from one of our listeners, Sarah from Texas, she wants to know, has serving in a military prepared you for the harshness of Naked and Frayed? I believe it had some, a bit of, you know, it's a bit of, it's it's who I am. They always, you always say, you can take the man out of the military, but you can't take the military out of the man. And it was part of a life phase of things. You know, people ask me, can you learn mental toughness? How does that come about? Where does this mindset come from? And it's really everything you go through in life from when you're young, all the different things you go through, whether it's a physical, uh, you know, challenge, a an illness, parents divorcing, getting bullied as a kid, a drug addiction or alcoholism, uh, to um, going through, you know, crazy bosses and then going in the military and then going to combat, not just once but twice. And what I think it has done for me is is allowed me to one become very, very hardened and very tough to be very calm in a storm where chaos is all around you to understand, um, you know, in the military you de develop a, um, an ability in a decision-making process in milliseconds. So it would take some normal person, maybe three minutes to figure out I can do almost like second nature, uh, second nature within three seconds. And so I think that has helped. Um, it's definitely, I pride myself in being one of the toughest SOBs on the planet. And, um, you know, there are a lot of folks out there. I'm a unique beast. Some may say they think I'm part machine. That may be true. I will not reveal that, uh, government experiment at this time, but, uh, <laughs> I, I, um, pride myself in being hard as nails, being able to take it. 
but I know that there are folks out there that have been on these challenges that are half my age, and every one of them to a T will tell you, E.J. Snyder is the first one up when the sun comes up. He doesn't stop working till the sun goes down. Mm-hmm. He he gives everything he has and leaves it on the field, and where he gets his energy, they have no idea because I have the same amount of energy as folks half my age, and I wish I could put it in a little bottle and sell a million of them. It'd be great, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I – you know, pride myself in, in not giving up. Uh, I never lose. I either win or I learn. And, and, and through that process, you just keep getting better. And people say, you know, what takes to be a legend, this, that, and the other thing. And there's a lot of things that goes into that. But the thing that I admire about most people is, is we all get knocked down in life. It's what you do afterwards. Do you lay down there in a ball and cry and feel sorry for yourself and always me and look for someone to help you in a handout? Or do you get up, wipe the blood off your chin, grin, and take the challenge on head on and you get back and you keep swinging? That's the that's what the determination of true grit is, the, the, the drive to keep pushing forward and, and know that, you know, when tough days come, You know, I always tell people, you don't do people favors by coddling them in life. You need to be hard on people because you don't do many favors because hard times are coming. And the thing about hard times, hard times, they don't last, but hard people do. And so I try to be that example. I mean, I I speared my right testicle and, and ripped two big holes in it in the swamps of Louisiana and came out of that water. And I was mad as hell. And it wasn't for the fact that I thought possibly I might be going home because I knew if I had anything to say about it, that wasn't happening. But it was the fact that I've injured myself and there are people out here in the swamp, even though I was by myself for two weeks at that point, that were going to need me. And I didn't need to be crying about my ball sack being tore open. I just needed to get that thing stitched and get back to business because in about three hours, I knew the sun was going down. It, the swamp gets cold in the winter, and I needed firewood, and I was going to be the only one that was going to go get it. So I looked at the nurses, and they looked at me, and they're like, okay, we're going to have to put some stitches in this. I'm like, you're darn right. You need to hurry up, or I'm going to have to do it because you girls are taking too long. Mm. So, so the girl pulled out the uh, the needle with some pain meds in it, and I'm like, what are you doing with that? She's like, i got to numb the local area. I'm like, no, sister. This is a loose skin. Just start stitching. You're either going to stick me 10 to 12 times with that or the needle you're going to stitch with. Let's just get to it and let's start stitching. And so I sat there and I had them stitch me up, asked them if they were done, and said, good. Looks great, girls. Thank you. And off I went. I had to go get firewood and uh, stayed 33 more days to finish the 60-day challenge. I remember that episode and when you fell from the, the tree into the water and when you were laying there getting those stitches, I was cringing when I was watching that. I'm not going to lie. Cause <laughs> I he, think you were with the pretty much, I'd say 99.5% of the men uh, across the globe that have seen this mm-hmm. and probably a good bit of the ladies too. But, um, you know, when I got up, I pretty much told them, you know, they asked me three questions of like, why are you still out here? And I said, well, there's three good answers to that. One, I'm EJ Bloop Snyder. <laughs> Two, I'm not some sissy candy ass sitting on the couch waiting and watching life pass me by. I'm going to suck the bone marrow out of life, and I'm here to do that, and I have a mission, and it's not done. And three, I'm EJ Bloop Snyder, and now I got to go get firewood. And off I went. They didn't air most of that, but, you know, that was the gist of it. Yeah. Yeah, your resiliency is very admirable. I'm impressed by you. Very, very impressed by you. Um, I'm not going to lie. I, 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 I'm just, I'm not going to put myself in a position to say I would tap out because I don't have that experience to know. I just knowing who I am, I'm leading to where I probably would have, but your resiliency across the board. Um, I said to my friend, uh, I, I told her, I said, I guarantee you there's something about him. I bet he's a great father. And you and I had a couple of conversations before ever going live here. And I just think who you are and like you said, that toughness, EJ, um, having a father that adopted me that was in the military as well, an officer in the military, it it is very different than a civilian parent. Uh, so what, having a, if a parent that is in the military, it does teach you 
and uh, enlighten you uh, within this world differently and gives you a different set of eyes than just somebody that lives a different life outside of the military. Is that making sense? Absolutely. I mean, uh, military kids, they go through a lot of different things. Their parents are gone at times for training and late nights. They're up early in the morning. Um, you deploy on uh, real-world missions. Sometimes you go into combat. So the stress that poor little kids that are in the military have to go through is unbelievable. There's a lot of missed birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, um, special events, a lot of sometimes firsts are missed, first steps, first words, um, you know, first days at school, first time on the bus, you know. And uh, you just learn the military families, uh, kids, spouses, they, they sacrifice so much. It's a, not a life for everybody and not for the faint of heart and a lot of families. Sometimes they don't make it. Um, but one thing is when you're there in their presence, you have to love them. You have to know, they have to know that what you're doing is for a greater good. Um, that when you're there, it's, it's, it's time to love each other and be together. And, oh, there are many days I remember being in the military that I'd have my kids over my office if I was there late night, uh, and they would be hanging out while I'm finishing up some paperwork or whatever. And they'd be playing in my office and, uh, I did whatever I could to adapt to be in their lives. Uh, I love my two kids very, very, very much. And they've grown up to be two wonderful adults uh, with successful lives. And, you know, you just try to do your best. And, you know, military is a little different. You know, I, I think rooms tend to be expected to be cleaned a little bit more. Uh, you're expected to do more help around the house in terms of, you know, chores and duties sometimes. But, it all builds good character and good adults. I believe, um, I won't say I'm the perfect parent, but, um, you know, I have found that even with my soldiers, I treated them like they were my own kids, uh, you know, uh, was fair and just when it came to all things, including punishment and rewards. And, uh, you know, and my, my kids, it was, you know, they're the apples of my eye still to this day. Uh, and, uh, I'm blessed to have those two as my kids that they chose me to be their dad when he came to this earth. Mm, I agree. And with that point, I really like this next question. Uh, we're looking at, this is Josh from Michigan. I'm 18 years old and I'm inspired to join the military. I don't know what branch would be good for me. Any advice you can offer? Well, Josh, the big thing I would say to you and anyone out there thinking about joining the military is, one, thank you for even having that thought. Uh, serving in the military has become a place of where people want to put a stigma on it, that it's not a good thing, that it's this, it's that. When I was your age at 18, you know, I was moving around a lot to three different high schools. We didn't have computers back then to track you for your sports scholarships, and I – you know, nobody knew where E.J. Snyder was. So the only hopes for my family, which was rather poor, my mother was supporting my dad, who was a wonderful man, my stepdad, who was a musician, and me and my kid brother, she was working a lot of jobs and hours. Uh, we, I, I couldn't ask them to help get me through college, and I just no one helps you out there to tell you how to do it. So I saw the military as one venue to, to get some money for college, but two, to help me grow up and make sure when I went to school, I was going to be spending my college money and I wouldn't waste it. And I want to do, you know, find a career in there of some sort. But for me, I was very patriotic. And I, the, so Josh, what you do is you find out, you can go to any of the military recruiters and take the ASVAB and find out where's your job skills, where's your aptitude at, and figure out if there's a job there that you love doing. Maybe it's being a mechanic or maybe you like working with computers or communication uh, systems, and you can actually have a career, get some experience, and then go to college for it afterwards and, and already have some work experience. You have college that's a good way people start off with careers in terms of what military service. Uh, there's a lot of reasons for that. My um, cousin was a Marine. So both of his sons joined in cause they wanted to be like their dad and be a Marine. I was in the army. Um, my son at one point was considering going in. He was going to go army cause it's, it was a tradition. There was a lot of people in my family uh, other than my cousin, they were all army. 
My grandfather was uh, a paratrooper in the World War II, served in the 82nd Airborne, and I got to serve in the same 82nd Airborne division that he did. So for me, it was about military honor, traditions, and I didn't see any other way about going in the military other than to be a warrior and a soldier. I didn't, nothing else made sense to me, and I, that sense of adventure spoke to me. I didn't go in to make it a career, but I did, and it was a, it was a great decision for me. Because uh, I had a lot of skills I've learned through the military. I learned to be a for- formally, I learned my survival there. Uh, it developed me as a leader. And, you know, I, I got to be very, in a profession that was very physical, which spoke to me. I was an athlete. I was a fighter. I was a, I was a, uh, you know, a warrior. And um, so I would say, think about which service that you think would, would appeal to you. Do you like be on the water? Then maybe you want to be in the Navy. Do you like to fly a lot? Then there's the Air Force. Uh, the Marines are basically the best of both worlds. If you like to be in the woods a lot and you want to be on the water, that's what the Marines are doing. And then the Army, you can probably do a little bit of all of it because they have, you know, they have helicopters and they've got ground fighters in the woods. And then they actually have a few boat units. Um, but then you got to also look at if you're going to make a career out of it, what's important. Uh, in the army rank comes a little bit faster. There's a lot more of us in the army. So the ability to move up the ranks, there's a lot more availability for terms of, uh, advancement. And then that means more money in your pocket where in the other services, some of them you have to test out in the Navy and the air force, you have to test for your next rank. They don't come around as often. So in the long term of a career, you're probably not going to make as much money as you would in the army or have that, have that much of a chance. I mean, I'm not saying that you're not going to go in the Navy and become a master chief very quickly. You can, there's, there's many that have done it, but the, the pyramid gets a lot smaller at the top in some of those, uh, the Navy and the air force and the Marines is even smaller. Uh, my friend, uh, that was a Marine I used to serve with. I used to laugh. He says, yeah, I was in the Marines. That's in the men's department of the Navy store. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> So I used to laugh. Nothing, no offense to my Navy guys, but that was what my old uh, devil dog friend used to say. Yeah. So, Josh, I'm not sure that answers your question, but, again, look at the whole picture, feel what fits best for you, and then that's what you go for because you want to do what's going to make you happy because if you're not happy, you're not you're not going to do well at it. That's a great answer. I, I appreciate that very much, EJ. Very, very good answer. And so you know, EJ, my dad is a uh, he's a Navy man. Anchors away. <laughs> We're going to play this clip as a quick reminder of how freaking awesome you are, EJ. Let's go ahead and play this. Well, Arizona, that's a wrap. There's the send-off committee, a bunch of alpacas. When you're traveling, get off the beaten path. That's where you'll find adventures. Go with flow, and that's when great things will happen. So I'm on my way out of here. It's been amazing so far. Make sure you go to ejsnyder.com, sign up for campfire chats, survival classes, whatever, because I'm heading on up to Moab today. I'm going to be up there a couple days and over to Salt Lake City, up to Idaho, hanging out around Yellowstone, down to Wyoming to Colorado. So if you want some, you know, want to hang out, do a campfire chat, maybe survival class, go to ejsnyder.com, sign up with your email, get over to my YouTube page, eVenture EJ. Let's go across in life. Because when you want to suck the bone matter of life, you just got to get after it. And then just go crush it. You know how I do it. Farewell, Arizona. You've been amazing. And seeing these guys has been a real treat on the way out. All right. See you down the road or down the trails, they say here. I was living in Colorado for a short time. And I will honestly say I saw alpaca live. And they're not tiny animals. You say say that against you? I'm sorry that... that no, no worries. I said I was living in Colorado for a short time, and I saw alpaca when I lived there, and they're not oh, they're tiny wonderful. animals. No, they're not tiny, and they're they're very loving creatures, honestly. And the great thing about them is I love their wool, and I've had some alpaca uh, wool gloves and socks, and oh man, they're just they're amazing, durable creatures. Uh, they're more unique uh, than llamas. They're they they don't have hooves. They've actually got I think toes. There's like two toes or something, but um, they're cool guys there right there. And that was a little ranch I saw on the way out, and, and it was there at that ranch. And um, it 
you, you they, they told me that uh, some people actually would come there. They, they have cabins and, and, and stuff that they rent out. But there was a guy, he wanted he wanted to sleep with the alpaca. So he pitched his tent in the middle of the corral. And the two people there, they're very accommodating to meet people's needs. And, and that's just something in life, you know. Uh, I went up to Moab after that with an F-250 pulling a 5 by 8 trailer behind me. And everyone was like, well, where are you going? I said, I'm going to get on the other side of that that pass right there and go down to the great, uh, uh, it was a great adventure base camp. And I'm going to camp out alongside the Colorado river. Well, that's an F-250. You can't go up that trail. Why? It's a Jeep trail. Oh, really? Watch me. <laughs> Hold my beer. And off I went. And uh, when I would see Jeeps coming, I would just flash my lights and point, you turn around, go back. Cause I can't turn this trail, this gravy train around. Cause there was nowhere to turn around. And I uh, had boulders come down and hit the truck, hit the trailer wow. and uh, got on the other side and stayed there for I had three, four days. And then the day I had to get going, cause I had another commitment, it snowed that night. And they're like, this doesn't really happen this in April. And I'm like, okay, well I'm out of here. And like, you can't go up that pass. I'm like, why? It snowed. <laughs> Watch me. And off I went and it took me a little bit longer, but I got to the other side and, Oh man, that was a great six week Midwest trip. And when I rolled in and I took that trailer back to where I bought it, it was brand new. And I rolled in and the fender was barely hanging on. The, the back doors were mangled. The front of the trailer was smashed from the boulders and uh, the thing was kind of wobbling and, and pulled it in there. Like what the heck happened to that? Well, Moab happened to it. Of course. Can you, and I had him fix it up and like, this is going to take a little doing, but we'll do it. And, uh, Pastor back up for the next adventure. Wow. That's, that is the, what I love about you is you have your own way of thinking. You're not, you will listen. And that's a, the number one thing I've learned from having the opportunity to get to know you personally. And then also to see you from the show, you have a way of listening and giving people the opportunity to understand and to see their perspective. However, you're going to make the final assessment because you're not someone that can be coerced, manipulated, wooed, convinced. You know how to process information and you know how to process information quickly, simply, but also in a way to where it just makes sense. I don't know if that's just your natural gift, DJ, or if it's because it's your natural gift and, and military training, but it works. And I think it's uh, developed over time, Stephen, to be honest. It's my life experiences. It's being in the military, being a leader, dealing with all kinds of walks of life with different viewpoints and understanding that there's, you know, always give and take to a degree. you got to compromise. Sometimes because I'm older, I've got to come down a little bit further into the hole and meet maybe someone that's a bit younger than I. You know, i got to meet them a little bit further than halfway. Um, but it's understanding other people what they need. And what's important to them and diagnosing that pretty quickly and then getting out of the army, I, you know, got some training in, into some certain areas to help with the special warfare center where I was working as a contractor. And I learned how to read people a lot, even a lot more, a lot better through profiling classes, through tactical questioning and negotiation classes and interviewing uh, classes uh, that I, you know, I took to it very well. And then, you know, it's, it, you're right. It's about listening. What is that person really telling me? And if I, have I stepped over a line or something? Have I, do I need to adjust a bit on how I deal with them? Do I need to apologize for something, even though I might not have been completely wrong? Uh, is the value of me apologizing greater for them than it is me, the team or whatever. And then just re reassess. I mean, for me, the team is everything out there in survival situation. I've done it alone. And alone, it's not hard to be by yourself out there. I do a lot of things by myself, even outside these challenges. I go out to the wild all the time, and I'm, I'm quite comfortable by myself. I'm good at it. But there's one thing about that. And the most loneliest I felt, I'll give you an example, was on my Bulgaria 21-day alone episode when I was in the Balkan Mountains doing my 21 days alone. The most alone I felt was at the end of the challenge, sitting in a hotel room. The crew came in. They're like, "Oh, this is." They brought me the the meal, my 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 first meal out of the out of the bush, and they brought me that and a cake and some big bowl of salad. Pretty much, the caterer said, "No, no one can eat all this. They will actually die." And they're like, "No, you don't understand. This guy's very hungry." 
And they came in and then they were all getting ready to go out. I'm like, where are you guys going? Well, we're going to leave you to it. Make sure you film everything and all this. And we'll see you later. We're going to go get some food and you enjoy and rest up. And uh, they left and the door shut. It was like someone closed a prison cell. And there I was having my meal, my victory meal by myself. And then in that moment, I really realized that on all the other challenges prior to this, and I had three of them prior to that, that going through things that suck or are glorious, they have ups and downs, laughs, sadnesses, tears. It's a lot better when you go through it with at least one other person, because that one other person for the rest of your life will know exactly what you went through out there and what we went through together and all that was good, all that went wrong, went right. And uh, when you're by yourself, it doesn't, it doesn't matter how much I tell somebody what happened in Bulgaria, uh, no one will ever understand exactly what that was. Let's go ahead and talk about your official trailer for your newest film, Ultimate Bug-In and Home Defense. Tell us about that. Oh, great, great thing, Stephen. It's going to be available on Tuesday at ejsnyder.com. Get over there, sign up with your email so you get all the alerts and you know right when it, it happens, we'll be sending out an email. And anything that happens with EJ, you're going to find out because you'll be in the Skull Crusher Nation when you <laughs> sign up with your email. And you get all my updates, you get special sales, blogs, and newsletters. But what we have put together, everyone's familiar with the term bug out. And, oh, yeah, I got my bug out bag and I've got my bug out vehicle ready to go. And I know where I'm going to bug out to and this and that and this and that. Well, the pandemic has shown us with the greatest of evidence that at least 90 to 95 percent of America isn't bugging anywhere except in their home. Mm. They're going to be stuck in their home. They're going to have all their things and their needs and their supplies right there. And then the other, you know, maybe there's a 5 percent group of people that are actually going to bug out. But the only thing they're going to do is bug out somewhere to go bug in. So, again, they're just bugging in anyway. There's probably only 5% of the people on this uh, in America that have the actual weather all skills and preparedness to actually truly bug out and go nomadic in a survival situation where you're moving from place to place like a locust, living off the resources that are there, or you're moving to a place where you've put a cache and you're going to be there for just a short while and then go to another place. Um, and that takes a lot of skills. So what I put together is the ultimate bug in and home defense film, because we have, uh, you know, we have a lot of things going on. Natural disasters are happening at an alarming rate, wildfires, earthquakes, hurricanes, tornadoes. We have a high crime wave going on in this country right now. We have, you know, pandemics probably going to pop around another corner very soon. We're, we're hearing rumblings of a second pandemic. And then we have war popping up, you know, with Ukraine out of nowhere. That could, ha that could happen here. And so what I wanted people to do, the everyday Joe or Joan, be ready for that to take care of themselves and their loved ones, no matter what your domicile is. If it's a, your home is a, an apartment in New York City, if it's in a suburban area where you have a cul-de-sac setting or you're out in an urban area, each of those present different challenges, advantages, and disadvantages. But this film is for everyone, and it gives you all the tools for your particular situation Whatever your budget is, it's a low-end budget, a middle budget, or a high-end budget, or you're going to do a hybrid of, of several different things. We present you all the pillars of survival from uh, shelter and security, water, fire, food, uh, communication and signal, navigation, medical and health, and uh, you know team building type stuff, leadership and skills. We give you all these suggestions from training to items, and we present it to you right in front of you. And once you have all your supplies, how you fill up your shelves, what do you do with, you know, expiration dates and all that stuff is in the film. It talks about how to defend your home when you have it fully supplied, the five D's uh, of defense, you know, everything from, you know, deterrence all the way up to once they're trying to get in your home, you know, that last level of defense and all the things you can do. There's a lot of cheap ways people don't realize that on your on your backyard privacy fence. You might not have a dog, but you can as easily as go to the uh, a hardware store and pick up a beware of dog sign for a buck fifty and stick it on your fence. Someone's going to see that, and most uh, criminals and bad guys are looking for an easy target. If you if you just mention that you might have a dog, sorry about that. that go. go ahead. You may have the mention of a dog, 
They don't know whether you do or not, but just that sign alone is going to give them the cause them to think for a moment. Do I really want to tangle with a dog? Okay, let me move to the next place. And that's just an example. And then in there, we talk about you're going to be either at your office, maybe at school or at a mall or downtown having a, a latte in the cafe or a sporting event. And you have to, when, when the, when the, the doo-doo hits the fan, you don't know when an emergency situation or a survival situation is going to happen, yeah. where it's going to happen, who you're with or what you're with. So we talk about how do I get to my vehicle so I can get back to that home where all my stuff is. We talk about what do you have on your person to get to, get to your vehicle, to make you get there safely. Once you get to your vehicle, what's in your vehicle? Where are you going? What's your routes? Alternate, primaries, contingency, where are you going? Do you have cachet set up that you can stop halfway? What do you do if your vehicle breaks down? Do you have your actual bug out bag in your vehicle so you can put it on your back and continue on foot to your home? Are you in shape to do that? And all these things. And so the ultimate bug in home defense film is the building blocks for you and your family on what to do to be able to prepare your domicile, your home, whatever that situation is for a long-term survival emergency event, how to protect it and protect your things and how to get back there to do that. And then once it's all over, if you really have to go and leave there, how do you properly bug out? And with this film, we're going to have several off uh, uh, tentacle films that come from it because there's, it's just too big of a film to talk about everything in full detail. So there'll be some follow-on films from this, that are going to talk about those very particular things in eaches. Uh, and they'll be shorter films. But this one is going to be about three hours long. And the great thing about all my films, like you can go there right now, I have my ultra, uh, my um, EJ Snyder's Outdoor Survival Skills Series, which I filmed the uh, summer of COVID 2020. And I've got 11 videos in there that you can buy in pieces or in its entirety when you buy the DVD or the thumb drive sets, but you can stream them in separate pieces. But those 11 videos is about 15 hours of EJ Snyder's flair, ability to teach you something, my humor, and all this stuff I've been doing to make me the number one survivalist in the world to bring it to you at a basic level of learning. You might not be able to afford one of my survival classes one-on-one, -on -one, but this film, right now, we got a sale going on. If they get over to EJSnyder.com, they can get a great deal. And you're going to get everything. You're going to get three shelter videos, a fire, a water, and a food video that teaches you some of the basics of survival, and you can go out and actually practice it after you watch my video. And then there's two videos, a two-parter on tips, hacks, and tricks of the trade that I share with you through all my years of experience. And then we actually do the tools of the trade in a two-parter. We talk about the different types of tools that take you to, to, to get in the outdoor in the wilderness and how to survive by them and how to use them. And then I wrap it all up and show you everything you've learned in that video. And I do a knife-only scenario where I go out and I put myself in a scenario and I go from start where the scenario starts, where I get in trouble, to where I get to rescue and how I do it with just a knife. We were getting the uh, the clip ready, uh, the trailer to air live here on Power ninety eight point five Satellite Radio. That was the the little thing that you heard that my uh, team we were bringing that video up. Just to reset, we've got EJ Snyder with us. He's a six time Naked and Afraid legend on Discovery Channel's Naked and Afraid. He's a military veteran with twenty five years experience combat. And, you know, with this film, EJ, yes. can we look at this uh, ending up on Prime Video or is it just going to be on your website or YouTube? Right now, it's it's only available on my website for purchase. And uh, there, I've got multiple films over there that talk about survival with a lot of my partners that I uh, have friends with over the years that have uh, uh, got a bunch of films that we've been doing. I partner with Survival Summit and Survival Gear BSO as my two film partners to present this to you. Uh, and uh, for the Survival Skills Series, uh, the, my good friend Jason Hansen over at Spy Brief uh, partnered with me on that film. And so we bring these to you because we want you to be ready for bad days. And right now, the ultimate bug-in home defense film will only be available at ejsnyder.com for you to purchase. And, um, you know, you, you want to be ready for when it comes out because – 
we have a good feeling because uh, we have a lot of folks that we've been on a lot of radio shows promoting this podcast and TV. Uh, it's going to be a commercial will be airing all over uh, the Blaze TV network for the next uh, starting next Tuesday for a week. So you want to get in on it early and make sure you get it because you don't know when you're going to need it. And the time is now I, you, the time to start preparing for anything in a survival or an emergency situation is now. Absolutely. You ready to hear the official trailer? Let's rip the trailer. <laughs> Here we go. We're living in uncertain times. We have pandemics, natural disasters, civil unrest, and even war. And you need to be ready for this. I'm E.J. Snyder, and we've put together the ultimate bug-in and home defense guide. In this guide is critical information that can save you and your loved one's life. In this guide, things included are a get-home bag, how to set your vehicle up to get yourself home, and when you get home, how to set that up for defense to protect your loved ones, all your supplies, and things you really need when trouble comes knocking on your door. is designed for everyone no matter what your background or your circumstances whether you're living in the city or in a rural area whatever your budget is this is the framework for you to defend your home and be prepared for anything what are you doing there sitting on your ass you gotta start planning for the ultimate bugging and home defense why are you just sitting there on the couch Things not gonna fix itself, you little maggot. Get up off your. <laughs> that is perfect. It really is perfect. We DJ. had a lot of fun filming that up in Pennsylvania. It's really well done. I thank you. Everything, the director of photography, the still, everything is really, really well done. Yeah, that was that was my my guys over at uh, Smart uh, Smart Fox Productions. They uh, helped partner with us in this one. Uh, we're actually moving, uh, we're using them right now and we're, we may be moving to doing self-filming. You know, I've got a lot of other things going on. I really would like to just start filming all my own content with my own people, my own stuff with my partner over at survival summit and survival gear BSO all together. But those guys were amazing. It was a, a two brother team and, uh, they came in there and, you know, when we do these short little sets like this, it's not like we had, you know, we had crafty going on and we had one guy in support who is my, my partner, uh, uh, Brian Loftus with uh, uh, Survival Gear BSO, who's been a sponsor of mine for, for about uh, the last six months. He's a great guy and he had his little team there. So they were in support in every which way. Uh, we had Tom Enzio come out there, who's from uh, he, he's from uh, up in the northeast of the country. He's a big uh, overlander, so he knows about four-wheel drive vehicles and prepping them. And he was with us and uh, showed up in the film. And then my buddy Jesse from Survival Summit, uh, and that that was the crew and these two camera guys. And and so the big thing for me that helped me too is I've been around a lot of films, scripted and unscripted, and I understand the process so well that, you know, doing the creative and making sure we got everything right, you know, it, it, it just helps being able to do wear multiple hats. It's very important, especially when you're self-filming anything. Absolutely. We've got EJ Snyder, Naked and Afraid, six-time legend, first man out, dual survivor, combat vet. He's known as the GOAT and badass. He's a speaker, writer, and, and you know, he's just an incredible superstar with this new project that i just played the official trailer for ultimate bug in and home defense you can head on over to ej's website ej we're going to close out who would you like to give a shout out to oh my gosh um you know honestly you know all my loved ones and those i love dearly to my heart for all these years of supporting me and uh, what i do and allowing me to share myself with the world and to follow my calling and just to do what I do and be me, uh, for sure. And then to all the fans, for sure, uh, you guys rock. None of us could go out there on TV or do the things we do without you guys. You guys make it happen because you support us and you're always there for us. And so 
And last but not least, you know, to the spirits and the God for putting the air in my lungs mm. to make me who I am, to allow me to have the ability to just keep pushing forward no matter what. And to be an example to the world and a inspiration and a motivation for a lot of people to get them through tough things. And um, so people, uh, folks, just join the Skull Crusher Nation. Please go to ejsnyder.com. There you can you know, follow me off my social medias, but sign up with your email. Uh, everyone from the Skull Crusher Nation, you know, you get my blogs, newsletters, updates, special sales. And then a lot of times we, we, we do some stuff exclusively only for our email folks that are, are on our subscribers. You can subscribe. Please follow me over at my YouTube channel, eVenture EJ. That's with an E, eVenture EJ, because when I show up, everything's an event. And uh, Skull Crushing Life, that's my YouTube channel. And uh, most of my social medias, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, are at EJSnyder333. And my Facebook page is EJ Snyder. Uh, you can tell that's me uh, because uh, it's got a blue check next to it. So <laughs> you're lucky. <laughs> it's so hard to even get that thing. I yeah, don't know and I was is. I was very fortunate because um, uh, Discovery got it to us in the beginning on our very first XL. They managed to get that for us, and they haven't done it for anybody since. So oh, really? And I just you know, I'm just I'm just I want to just say, folks. Uh, we're in tough times in this country at this moment. Uh, no matter, you know, where you roll or what your walk of life is, uh, the biggest thing is this country is the greatest country on the face of this earth. That's why folks are trying to get in here uh, in any way they can, because uh, we got something special. No matter, you know, we might argue and we might fight, but that's because we're a family. And when it comes tough, and tough times get going, you know. Other countries and other other bad actors better be aware because, you know, we're Americans and we're going to come together no matter what. And, uh, uh, you know, so please be blessed out there and take care of each other and uh, know that, you know, again, tough times don't last, but tough people do. And that's why you need to get the ultimate bug in home defense film. Go to my website right now, EJSnow.com, and sign up so you don't miss it. <laughs> You, you make the best promos. I greatly appreciate it, even with the promo you made for us uh, for your upcoming interview. Really well, really well done. Also, Charlie Frattini, please do yes. not forget, uh, head on over to EJ's uh, Facebook or Instagram, EJ Snyder 333 and let's help Charlie and his family out. There is the GoFundMe link that uh, EJ has uh, supplied there on his social media. Uh, even if it's to make it easy, if you're on Facebook, head on over to EJ's Facebook page. Just click it. It's right there. Boom. Done. Um, they are, they've got 443 donations now. Uh, so it, it has gone up uh, since the, since the interview. Uh, I'm very happy about that. That's so. good to hear. Thank you very much to everyone who's tuned in to live on air with Stephen Cook on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Uh, check the Power 98.5 schedule. We're going to re-air this episode with EJ Snyder. Uh, Naked and Afraid, six-time legend, dual survivor, first man out, combat vet. He is known as the GOAT, the badass. He's a speaker, writer, brand ambassador, or brand bad asseter. <laughs> That's what I am. <laughs> And uh, great job with the promotion, EJ. You know who you are. You know what you like. You know how to get it done. You always leave room for advancement, improvement, however you want to consider it. And I am truly honored to know you from one Jersey native to another. We've got EJ Snyder, Power985.com. Thank you, EJ. Thank you, Stephen. Appreciate it. Thank you, America. All right. Hold the line, EJ. I'm going to be with you. We're closing out. And uh, sure. thank you to everyone who tuned in today. Uh, I'm going to, once again, give another another you know recognition and shout out to Sarah from Texas and Josh from Michigan. Thank you for the questions. I hope uh, EJ had answered, uh, you know, for you, Josh, um, what you were looking for, uh, being inspired to enter into the military. Uh, considering what branch to uh, to look into to be part of, 
Um, you know, once again, EJ had shared, shared that he was in the army. My dad was in the Navy. I've got nothing negative to say about it. So do your research, ask the questions, and uh, you're going to make the right decision. We're confident about that. Download the Power 98.5 Satellite Radio iOS or Android app. Tune in on Alexa. Add the Power 98.5 Satellite Radio into your Alexa skill. Listen anywhere in your home, even in your car. Uh, you know, you can, you've got Alexa in your car now. So you can listen to Power 98.5 Satellite Radio while you're driving. Uh, all the latest and greatest from interviews to, uh, you know, professionals and people like EJ Snyder. We've also got huge lineup. Remember, we've got Resilient You with Alicia Pazzoni. We've got Catherine and Company with Catherine and Swain. And we've got Let Me Tell You with Lady T with Terrelia Hoskins. So check the schedule. Find your favorite host. If you're looking for a new show or if there's a, a, a guest or topic point on any of the shows that are on Power 98.5, check them out. Uh, Catherine is huge. Uh, she's top tier as a financial advisor, one of the best. She's worked with presidents, uh, CEO, Fortune 500 companies. Uh, you know, if you really need and want somebody to trust in a financial industry and more, uh, connect with Catherine. We've got Resilient You with Alicia Pazzoni. She is a mental health coach. Uh, we've got Terelia Hoskins. Uh, she uh handles and works with nutrition. She's a nutritionist. Um, she just recently graduated from university uh, to obtain her credentials for that. Um, but all of them are great professionals within the media and journalism uh, industry. And they're definitely allies for you. They are for the public. We do not offer, nor do we do pay per play media. I recently had a media company that reached out to me and wanted to know if I wanted to be published in Forbes. And I was like, sure, I've always wanted to be published in Forbes. It ended up turning out to be some bullshit thing to where they wanted and set you up with a uh, Zoom call and then offered between a $5,000 to a $15,000 package. Um, and they stated we can get you published in Inc and Wall Street Journal and Forbes and Entrepreneur. And I'm thinking to myself, this shit has been going on for decades. This paper play needs to stop. That's great for politicians. People know that this exists, but you know what? It makes it very hard and I'm going to call it out. It makes it very hard for people like EJ Snyder, the, uh, the people that I represent to Find legitimate staff and contributing writers and media outlets that are going to publish because their fiduciary responsibility and their judiciary responsibility is to the public. They're for the public. Why are you guys charging five to fifteen thousand, ten thousand dollars for a Forbes article? These marketing companies. It is unethical and immoral, and it should not be happening. So stop the bullshit. I'm calling it out for what it is. I've had it. We've all had it. Uh, you know, once again, you're to be unbiased. This paper play, pick and choosing who you're writing for is biased. And just to blow the whistle, because most people don't know this, major media outlets, their fiduciary responsibility is to their shareholders, their investors, and more importantly, to their co the consumers. Because the advertisers need the consumers in order to sell these products. So all of those pay-per-click things that you see in between an article, let's say we've got EJ Snyder and he's on one of these main ones, we don't need advertisements in between the article. We're there to read about EJ, what EJ is doing, what EJ is accomplishing, his film, his upcoming projects. But once again, if you wanna know why or you don't know why, they don't give a shit. Okay, they don't really give a shit about what they're writing because they're not writing for the public. They're writing to con attract consumers, consumers to buy, to keep their advertisers so that they can get paid and afford what they want to afford. That is what it's about. So to each their own, let's get some allies out there. My Gen Z, my Gen X, my millennials, 
build a reputable media company platforms so that we can bring people like EJ Snyder and more, even my client, Jamal Hill, who is who worked with actor Terry Crews? He taught Terry Crews how to swim. He's a uh, he won the bronze medal at in the Tokyo uh, Olympics. Uh, he's a Paralympian. He just recently won for our country two silver medals in Portugal. And he's his goal and mission with his nonprofit is to teach one million people how to swim by 2028. Whew. Well. Enjoy your weekend. I am heading to Monster Jam tonight to see my good friend Weston Anderson. 30-year uh, anniversary here at Thomas & Mack at the UNLV. And uh, it's going to be a great show tonight. 7 p.m. Get your tickets if you haven't already. If you need a quick trip, want to get out, Monster Jam. Hope to see you there. Have a great weekend. Download the Power 98.5 Satellite Radio app. Don't forget.